chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. We had three pretty good races this weekend out in the desert uh, in Las Vegas. Thomas, your overall thoughts on the weekend? Uh, first of all, the yeah, the new car, I don't know. I'm still, like, I like the competitiveness, but I think the drivers are still like, what the, what am I driving here? Um, so I hope they get that figured out soon. I don't know, but I don't know if when they figure that out, the racing isn't as competitive, but I mean, I kind of like it because I think it's a challenge for the drivers. And the one thing that I noticed is that the car is a lot stronger, like the frame of the car. Cause there's yeah. a couple of times, uh, you know, where uh, like Byron and Larson both get into the wall, just rubbing it, but they didn't see any damage or Phrasing. anything like that. So there's uh, there's some things that I like about it, but I do like that the guys are having a little bit of trouble, but it, yeah. it is kind of like teetering that line of, is it too hard to where the race isn't fun to watch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I like that it's sort of tough to drive, but I don't like that you just get random spin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get. but i guess they need to learn how to drive it so you don't get that yeah so let's get into the recap of sunday's cup race the pennzoil 400 presented by jiffy lube uh we had qualifying and practice kyle bush uh had to use a backup car they said they they mentioned it numerous times in the race that the team worked on it for eight hours uh he had to go to a backup car where in practice he spun out completely took out the back end of the car uh, so as I just mentioned, this car is strong. It can still get beat up pretty bad. And uh, so he had to start from the rear. Uh, a couple other guys did. The other notable name, Tyler Reddick. Uh, but the uh, Christopher Bell won the pole. Yeah, well, that's the one thing I don't like about they're doing. They're doing this. It might be this year only. They're doing this West Coast swing where the you had to use the same car in Fontana and Oh, yeah, I didn't Vegas. like that. Like to me, the penalty is already your car is damaged. Why there's a second penalty put on top of that, I don't get. Because Tyler Reddick was having a great run last week. He gets screwed in that race. I think he gets screwed in this race. Well, then once we get to the Xfinity race, there's about 16 guys that had to go to the rear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is, I I, want to drop something in here. Fox in this broadcast. Unless there's something I don't know about Mike Joy, the Fox makes history uh, this week for having, uh, unless she did races last week I, or year, I don't remember. But the first race where an announcer had a romantic relationship with one of the racers in the field. Mike Joy did? Oh, Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Joy did. So, yeah, a little history. I was trying to mark down, uh, like, how many times you mentioned ricky stenhouse but uh he did take the lead in the uh, final stage because i texted luke i go this is going to be awkward for danica doesn't it <laughs> but she funny. handled herself well yeah all right so uh stage one uh christopher bell really strong early on he has a two second lead uh 10 laps in we start to hear some chatter over the radio that chase elliott um struggling early he's too loose a couple other guys dropped to the back joey logano uh, fell to the mid pack and then chase briscoe uh, was another guy i saw not too much happening um but we do get a competition caution which still pisses me off that we get a competition caution because that's what practice is for maybe make yeah, it an hour they you got to get them commercial breaks in that's the one thing once you add stuff in they don't take it back out i find yeah 
So everyone comes into pit uh, during the competition caution. Ryan Blaney actually gets the lead, followed by Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman, and Ross Chastain is a guy that we see uh, moving up the uh, leaderboard. Uh, Reddick had to back into his pit. He overshot it. Um, and then Daniel Suarez gets stuck with a penalty as one of his guys was over the wall too quickly. So he has to go to the back. Yeah, I don't know if that ends up uh, – that might – hurt him in the in the future i like to give that little foreshadow like i predict <laughs> in the future but uh yeah we'll see if that plays out lap 39 we get our second caution of the day cole custer just gets loose and spins no real significant damage might have gotten some damage to the underbody but nothing uh that the eye can see uh or anyone else and then right after that restart we're in la- like turns one and two uh, Austin Dillon uh, bumps Justin Haley, who spins, and then Kyle Busch does this amazing move uh, where he kind of spins and slams on the brakes to avoid contact. Pretty good move. Uh, everybody stays clean. Yeah, that was an impressive thing. And then I saw it. I, I guess it was on the Austin Dillon car. That's when I, I just jotted down notes and I wrote down Brez Tree. And then, like, oh, I was yeah. wondering, are those wiener pills? <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Oh I haven't God. looked it up, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Denny Hamlin, uh, he gets a big run after uh, Bowman, Alex Bowman gets loose. So he takes the lap uh, lead on lap 50. Uh, but then lap 64, <laughs> we're getting a lot of cautions. And you know what? Every time there was a caution early on, everybody would put on new tires, uh, not thinking, hey, we need some tires for the second half of the race. Um, Everyone comes in the pit. Eric Amarola takes two tires and he gets out front. Uh, Kurt Busch doesn't pit and he starts from the front and he hangs on for a lap. But then you know what happens when you don't. Everybody pit. drops like an anchor when they don't pit. Yeah, or an anvil, anvil or anchor. Uh, Brez Tree uh, is an inhaler for COPD. Oh, okay. So not Wiener. Yeah, yeah, not Wiener pills. Weezer pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Byron takes the lead on the restart after uh, Kurt Busch falls back. Uh, but then Bowman passes him with three to go in the stage. He holds on to win, followed by William Byron, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Busch, and Christopher Bell. And the one thing that I took away from this uh, first stage is Kyle Busch just had himself a hell of a first stage. To start from the rear in a backup car, he avoided contact um, midway through. And then to finish ninth was pretty impressive. Now, was this the stage where he sort of uh, nudges Briscoe? Yeah. So after, so after this, um, there he's mad that I guess he blocked him, like on one of the restarts. Yeah. Apparently, it's illegal to block if yeah. Luke and I had some uh, very uh, strong worded text messages. Uh, Yeah. Like I didn't see anything wrong with it, but he kind of bumped uh chase just kind of let him know he's behind him like while they're you yeah. know slowing down and doing all that and then chase wasn't too happy on his radio about it yeah it was sort of a titty baby move for a 200 plus race winner in nascar series that has probably blocked quite a few people to yeah. win races and like i could see you'd be kind of maybe upset like if it was like the final stage but like dude it's the stage one and you just worked all your way up like let's chill there's still yeah. two-thirds of the race left but it is the what paint it is. scheme's terrible, though. The paint, come on, 
get a different the color. Ethel M's chocolate. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like. You're it. just trying to make Ethel seem old by having old Victorian colors, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, so as we get to the stage break, everybody comes into pit. We have Brad Keselowski who takes two tires. He takes the lead, followed by Hamlin, Elliott, Bowman, and Chastain. But actually, Michael McDowell, uh, this strategy, we've never seen it work. Um, but he takes the lead as he <laughs> One doesn't day. pit. He doesn't pit. And you guess what? He dropped like an anvil <laughs> and or an anchor. One day this is going to work. It did not work. You know how all. it needs. You know how it works. There's just 15 consecutive yellow flags and it gets him to the end of yeah. stage two. Or if everybody else is just on old tires and they've run out. Like, there's yeah. no reason to ever do this. Maybe just to get your sponsor on TV for a couple laps. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he uh, did not pit. So, he he drops back. Keselowski takes the lead for a couple laps, but Denny Hamlin's right on him, and he regains the lead. And then uh, a really, really, really tough break for Daniel Suarez as Michael McDowell, who I don't know if you know this, didn't pit. Uh, he gets loose because he's racing on old tires and he kind of goes up towards the wall where Chase Briscoe is riding the outside line. Briscoe has to check up and he gets loose and he tries to avoid McDowell's side swipes, Daniel Suarez and Suarez goes into the wall a couple of times uh, right in front of the start finish line. So Suarez days done. Briscoe gets some damage. Uh, just bad luck for uh, both Briscoe and Suarez. Very sad. And I mean, we'll get to it later, but the track house looks like they're doing some good stuff over there. Yeah. Uh, we get another caution a couple laps later as uh, your pick, Brad Keselowski uh, and Ryan Blaney get into it on lap 104 to bring out the seventh caution of the day. Keselowski got loose. Uh, really nothing Ryan Blaney could do. He, Keselowski got loose, went up towards the wall. Blaney, nowhere to go, slams right into him. Uh, Blaney's, uh, post care center interview is pretty funny he goes yeah i mean uh he's still racing and i'm here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like blaney's had one of those years i mean it's early but he's been in it every race but hasn't finished good at all thanks to crashes I, i'm gonna drop something in here too uh, uh at this point in the race i think mike joy makes a deaf joke which <laughs> i wasn't uh like i was like you come on mike did you did you see this? Uh uh-uh. They got the little kid. They there's they go to the parents. Is that where the kid has, fell off the bike? Well, no, this is a different uh -oh. one. The parents holding the kid, and the kid has uh, uh, the hearing earmuffs on, and he's like, "I I really uh, I'm all for this." Or he says, "I applaud that hearing protection for kids at the racetrack." And then he he did a long silence, and then he goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> He had to be talking to somebody in the. No, he wasn't. He made like a. I've done it before, but not on a national broadcast. <laughs> Pretty uh, funny. So uh, we get to uh, restart once again. Kyle Bush takes the lead. And then on lap 114, we have a new leader. And it was in a pretty, pretty badass paint scheme. Yeah, Ross Chastain. Yeah. Trackhouse bringing the heat both on the track and on the uh, car. So yeah. good for them. Uh, and then we get another effing caution, the eighth one of the day, as Cendric got loose, hits uh, Chase Briscoe. Briscoe's day's done, essentially ends uh, Cendric's day. He would finish the race, but uh, pretty much took him out of uh, co uh, competition. 
Uh, Hamlin has an issue in the pits. He drives over an air hose, uh, which doesn't seem ideal. So he had to back it up. Uh, and uh, a little Not a, he, that's sort of an amateur tiny. amateur hour uh, race for Hamlin, both from his crew and himself. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we get the first of a Danica Patrick uh, double jinx, like moments <laughs> after she uh, mentions how well Christopher Bell's running uh christopher bell spins and uh poor harrison burton also involved yeah you know what that means what's that no hundredth win no hundredth win for the wood bros um so and then uh so we it's about 10 laps left to go larson takes the lead on the restart he leads for a couple laps and then chastain passes him with six to go and he holds on to win this stage could we have track house's first victory i hope so because i think that would uh that would bring out a pit bull concert somewhere. You know? <laughs> well, we already had one to start the year. Yeah. Like, uh, so we get to the final stage, uh, Chastain and Kyle Bush duking it out early on. Uh, it was some really good racing. They were side by side for about three laps until Chastain finally cleared him. Uh, with 63 to go, William Byron, I mentioned this earlier, he hits the wall. He reports that he has something uh, wrong with this car and then a couple laps later Kyle Larson hits the wall too so it kind of looks like uh Hendrick might be having a little tough time here in the last stage yeah and this is when it looks like Joe Gribbs racing is they come on strong here but um first we well I shouldn't say uh all of Joe Gibbs racing because Danica Patrick uh jinx number two comes out as a uh, Shortly after she mentions how steady Danny Danny Hamlin's been, uh, he spins and we get caution number eleven. Turns out he's he missed shift. He did the old shift pattern, yeah. but there's a new shift pattern, so he pretty much blew his car up. Well, okay, so this is in So the green flags pit stops start around with about lap or with fifty to go. Yeah, Hamlin's one of the first one that comes in. He's coming off, and this is where it happens. He's like trying to get back on the track. Yeah, and there's other cars in pit road like Larson and all them, and I thought that it took a while for them to pull out the yellow flag. Yeah, I thought that was almost like it was fixed. I wouldn't say that, but but it was interesting um, that the yellow did come out when it did for Larson because he got hit with the exiting pit road too fast. Yeah, so if the yellow hadn't have come out, he would have had to do a pass through penalty. Yeah. Uh, but instead, he just starts at the end of the line. Like it was fixed. Yeah. Uh, so we restart with 42 to go. Uh, Kyle Bush chooses the inside. Ross Chastain's on the outside. Uh, Bush clears him pretty easily. And then for the next 40, 39-ish laps, it looks like Bush is going to run away with it. He gets challenged. Truex, by, and, Truex yeah, can see him. But Truex, yeah. Truex battled him for a long time, but never could really get that final push to uh pass him but then eric jones who was having a really good day he was sitting in the top 10 moving up uh he hits the wall to bring out the caution he collects bubble wallace with two to go so we're going to overtime overtime almost like this was fixed <laughs> so uh the uh hendrick guys come in and they only take two tires yeah someone Everybody got caught with their pants four. down yeah so they are the first three off pit road uh, so Larson and Byron are on the outside and then Bowman and Bush are on the inside. 
and Bowman takes the lead, clears uh, Larson, and wins it uh, pretty easily. He gets his first win of the year, followed by Kyle Larson. Ross Chastain, top three finish, big day for him. And then Kyle Busch, William Byron, Eric Amarola, uh, Tyler Reddick, Martin Truex, Chase Elliott, and Christopher Bell round out the top 10. Uh, note for you, Eric Amarola is the only driver to finish in the top 10 in all three races this far. And then at some point they showed on something I was watching, there's been an asinine amount of top 10 finishers this year. There's been like, yeah. I want to say there's been 22 different people finishing the top 10 in the three races which That's is a good. lot i mean um, there's always like a bunch that usually don't finish it like the super speedways i feel like yeah but yeah i guess okay way to ruin my point <laughs> but i mean there is a lot but i think that's a testament to the new car too and then uh did you see did you see kyle bush's comments after i saw him take a fake drink out of his terrible energy drink well, that he said something about, I got to find it. Jeff Gluck had mentioned it. Um, but you could talk about something else until I uh, find it. No, this is good radio. It's great. It's great. <laughs> this isn't radio. It's a podcast. Well, you know, audio. it's great audio. So, well, I mean, what are your overall thoughts on Danica in the booth? She was all right. I thought she, I think she made some valid points, but she couldn't really explain herself if that makes any sense. Like she would bring up some good things, but I think Clint had to help her out a lot. But I also think there wasn't really good chemistry in the book. Like I felt like they kind of stepped over each other a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing, having a different person every week, you're going to yeah. get some of the stepping over each other. Cause like she had mentioned like, Oh, Clint just nudged me and we noticed the clouds. And he's like, no, I just nudged you. And like, we were talking about this and it's like, just tell us what is going to happen with Dude, the you guys making out up there. Yeah. <laughs> and well, and that's the other thing. Like Clint's whole shtick is he is a driver that isn't good jokingly. So then if you have a driver that didn't win any races, yeah. Like it, he really can't play off of that. Yeah. I thought, I mean, she had some good points brought up Indy. Yeah, a little too much, but that's her background. So I, I liked when she brought up, um, I can't remember the word. It's like the axle. Yeah. Like the, or no, it was when Suarez spun out and they had the in-car camera and he put his arms oh, yeah, across yeah. his body and they were talking about how he didn't have his hands on the steering she wheel. She invented that move in NASCAR. Yeah, and she said she that's from yeah, because you'd break your arm or your hand because of the steering wheel whipping back and forth and his car was whipping back and forth so it was a smart move by suarez okay so jeff gluck has this and he's got it in quotations i don't know where he got it from unless he just overheard kyle bush reaction to bowman winning the same effing i won't say the other word because kids are listening i won't say the real one the same effing guy who backs into every effing win that he has ever effing gets back into another effing win bullshit it would have sounded better if i used the real words <laughs> so i'm gonna do it the same fucking guy who backs into every fucking win that he ever fucking gets backs into another fucking win bullshit huh. i mean that's sort of like like is this the first time is this the first time anyone's ever backed into a win and he was going straight so well it's funny because alex bowman uh like retweeted that tweet and he's like 
Wow. T-shirt question mark. <laughs> So, I like Alex Bowman. I think he's yeah. Good. So he'll probably make a T-shirt out of that. Uh, Alex Bowman seems like one of the nice guys. Yeah, which is why uh, evil Empire guy would hate him. <laughs> so I thought it was a pretty good race. A uh, little too much cautions in the second stage. It got a little slow, but I thought it was pretty good. None yeah. I, I, the hard part with like the mile and a half races, and like this is one of them, is just a leader with the clean air. It just they can just get by everybody. And yeah, they just build up the lead like. You know, Christopher Bell in the first stage until we got to the competition caution, he was just going to keep running away with it and running away with it. So that's the only issue. I don't know how to fix it or if you ever can, but that's the only problem with more powerful engine, I guess. Hands at 10 and two. Don't miss your spots deep into the corner. So that Xfinity day before windy AF. Oh, God. This is they said they're sustained wins for 30. And then 50 mile an hour, and those got the spotters up on the roof looked like they were like a dog shit and razor blades. Yeah, I wouldn't have been up there. I would have just been in like <laughs> in the bar and said, You're clear, just to keep saying you're clear. Yeah. <laughs> call it call they qualify three in the top five or six. God, typo. Dinger in first, Castle in fifth, Hemrick in sixth, but Castle's gonna have to go to the back. Um, because of that thing where your car has caught on fire last week. So you would think your car catching on fire would be penalty enough, but no, we're gonna penalize you next week. Um 16 cars have to go to the rear, but if 16 cars are going to the bat to the rear, are they all in the rear? Nope. Okay, so before we get into the actual race, I want to know if did you watch the pre-race interview that I think it was Jamie did with Chris Rice? I did not. So they, they interviewed him on top of one of the pit boxes and he basically said that we're just, we're just kind of, oh, yeah, I did, I did. And he's, oh, like, yeah, we're I just, did. he's like, we're just kind of hoping we finish, you know, in the middle Fifth of the pack, to like top 15. And I was like, so you're, it was very weird that they like, kind oh, of, I thought it. he I thought he said, we're hoping that he, he said they didn't have the speed. Yeah. He's like, we're still working on a race trim. He was like, we're hoping to finish fifth to seventh. Uh, fifth to seventh. That's what it was. Which to spoiler alert third sixth and ninth yeah. so but it was just kind of funny that it was just that was a first like i appreciate the honesty but it was just kind of like so you're not gonna win <laughs> i mean yeah i did find that odd and yeah. i was like i wonder if his drivers like did he tell the drivers that yeah so uh first stage uh fun fact when it first started almondinger did not have the speed as he did not stay in the lead uh early on but we get some action between early very ty, early ty action. gibbs who was one of the guys that had to start from the rear and he gets into ryan sieg and this was awesome yeah very i mean very bad move like he tries to pack some air on the back end and uh sieg gets a little loose and then he actually makes a little contact and then sieg just goes into the wall if yeah. there's instant karma uh ty gibbs isn't gonna win the race um a separate incident happens at the same time brennan pool blows an engine like awfully early to blow an engine great work right. there but uh that is actually what brought out the yellow like yeah. they were making sieg limp back to pit road well and i thought it was interesting and i really like so joey logano ryan blaney are up in the booth i really enjoyed their commentary i think they're very good together yeah and joey logano was kind of honest about everything he's like hey like i used to do these type of moves early on too and like, this is why people didn't like me is essentially how I took what yeah. he was trying to say. And he was like, this, you're three laps into it. You know, this car 
isn't doesn't have the same speed you do like why are you racing this guy this hard three laps into it like this guy's yeah. just trying to basically like finish the race like get some points and you just took him out but i well, thought like it, what all he was saying was just kind of like this is just a learning moment for gibbs yeah. like well see here's here's my issue with this thing though because like they said like i think it was the interview gibbs gave to jamie little he's like yeah i'm learning stuff blah 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 but the thing is he raced this way last year against gibbs racing cars like he yeah. did it with brandon jones he did it with daniel hemrick and we even commented you know they're not gonna hit him back yeah because the their granddad owns owner. the yeah. car <laughs> like what happens when he starts doing it to other people well he just did it to someone else unfortunately someone else didn't execute the way he should have but <laughs> Anyhow, we get raindrops reported by Jamie Little. Lap 20, they bring him the pit road. We get, they alleged snow. I think it was I think sleet. it was a sleet, yeah. Yeah. If it was snow, they would all have been wearing uh, mucklucks and stuff. Yeah. But was, I did like how some drivers, so we get the red flag. I like how some drivers just stayed inside their car. They're like, F this. It's too cold. Yeah, outside. I think Daniel Hemrick was one of the ones he got out yeah. and he showed him. And it made, the, it made the pit road interviews funny because, like, the guy's, like, leaning down, like, <laughs> trying to, like, because they have the covers neck. over the car. So he's, like, trying to keep the flap over the window open, like, holding and, like, sticking their head in there. It's pretty funny. But once we are on road, uh, Sieg and Gibbs exchange words. Yeah. And the best part about words. this, it seems civil. But Ty Gibbs' pit crew guy was just a hoss of a man with, like, this giant beard just standing there, like, as a security guy. Definitely, if he was not there, they might have thrown blows. But, yeah, very intimidating. So then Jamie Little interviews uh, Ryan Sieg, and Sieg comes right out, and he says, she asked if this is over because they had to talk, and he says no. (laughs) And then then we get lots more of Logano admitting he was a taint as a young driver. Yeah. But he's turned very likable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, he's learned a little bit. He still, every once in a while, does something. He doesn't titty baby as much as Kyle Busch does. But So Dinger leads the first 32 laps. So he has that speed. Uh, he's got Josh Berry chasing, though, which, like, how did Josh Berry just get a full-time ride this year? Like, what were you people thinking? Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> lap 29. Sieg looks like he's trying to squeeze Gibbon in the wall, but he just plays himself. <laughs> like he does, he misses making contact. Didn't do a very good job at his attempted, uh, like retribution. Yeah, I think NASCAR won't be happy. But then again, NASCAR might not do anything because he didn't do anything. <laughs> like he tried to do something. The resulting damage is poor Brett Moffat and Justin Allgaier. I just, as Ryan Singh never heard of uh, revenge, is a dish best served cold? Guess not. Like he came straight out, flash fried it. Yeah. Well, now he's pissed off two other drivers. Well, he's pissed off two other drivers, but like he, they had to know it was coming. Like Gibbs probably when he came behind, the spotter's probably like, hey, that guy you wrecked is there, watch out, which is why he missed him. Like you wait, you know, maybe a road course, maybe you knock them into the, like the yeah. tires on a road course, or maybe you wait till the championship four, you know? Oh, like, would he expect it then? Like 10 laps to go championship four, he's trying to lap you and you just put him into the wall. That's about, like, come on, yeah. Ryan Sieg. If you're listening and I understand Ryan Sieg, like, the RS in Ryan Sieg's race team stands for Ryan Sieg. He's putting the money into it. Yeah. 
Now Gibbs has Gibbs on his name of his team, but it ain't him. Yeah. So like he, they're working hard. They got a very small team, so I see why he's bad. But wait till the championship four, then take him out. Uh, so we restart on lap 33. Sam Mayer gets the lead, but he's fighting Noah Gregson for multiple laps. Uh, Gregson ends up getting by him on lap 39, and he goes on to win the stage. It is Gregson, Mayer, Barry, Gibbs, Ryan Truex, uh, AJ Allmendinger, Austin Hill, Brandon Jones, Daniel Hemrick, and John Hunter Nemechek. There you go. Stage two, Creed doesn't pit. We know how that works out. The only laps he leads are the yellow flag laps. Once we go green, it's Mayer and Gregson. Junior Motorsports looking good in this race. We're going to have like lots of lots of just getting loose. We got Jesse Awuji, lap 67. Kyle Weatherman in the police car, lap 74. He brings out the caution. He got some help from Joe Graff Jr. <laughs> uh, lap 84. Matt Mills, big hit. He brings out caution number seven. Guess who caused this one? <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess the guy driving the LFG bucked up energy available at all your GMs. Joe Graff Jr. again. Uh, so the, the, go figure. This uh, second stage that has a lot of yellows finishes under yellow. Gregson wins the second stage. Gibbs, Mayer, Austin Hill, Hemrick, Brandon Jones, Josh Berry, Nemechek, uh, Truex, Ryan, and Justin Allgaier. And uh, Gregson looking like he might be the bride. Well, here's the thing. We've seen this a lot this year. A lot of people win in the first two stages and not bringing home the bacon. Yeah. I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Sam Mayer helping out the podcast. He's worried about loose lug nuts. He says his car's making a clicking noise when he turns to the right. So that's never really a good thing. But then a pit member, like doesn't mention over the air but like yeah. to the rest of the crew ask why is he turning the wheel right <laughs> uh brandon brown uh he tries this bold strategy where he doesn't pit so he starts the stage on old tires um does it work out it doesn't oh it does damn i thought it was gonna be the time that it does <laughs> We need to buy an ice cream cake the day that works. <laughs> we got Austin Hill and Sam Mayer uh, duking it out for the first 10 stages, but then Allgaier's flying. 91 to go. He takes the lead. He gets his lead all the way out to three and a half seconds, which on a mile and a half is pretty substantial with 78 to go. Green flag pit start, though, and Gregson goes early. He goes seven laps before Allgaier. So he cycles back out as the leader running on fresher tires for those seven laps. But then it's only a matter of time before Justin Oligar catches him. 46 to go. He's off and running. Uh, Going to be a nice win for him. But wait. <laughs> uh, no one gets looser uh, when there's no one around than Jesse Awuji. <laughs> he takes out Stefan Parsons, Ryan Vargas. Uh, so we got to restart with 20 to go. We got Gibbs on the inside, Algar on the outside. Hemrick pushes Gregson past both of them. Now, like those two used to be mortal enemies. Um, uh, colleagues sort of brought them together as buddies because they'll both be racing their uh, sprint cup car in some races. So they must be best friends now. But anyhow, uh, Brandon Jones gets into Sam Mayer uh, with 19 to go. So it brings out another yellow. These guys, are they going to have any tires left? A lot of yellows. 
but we restart with 12 to go. Hemrick does choose the inside. Gregson on the outside. Hemrick gets a little loose, but breaking behind him causes chaos. Uh, Ryan Truex and Austin Hill get big, 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 big damage. Yeah, and so we're going to be just five laps for the win because we're going to restart five to go. Do we have enough tires for this? They apparently, someone saved some. But Gibbs is starting inside. Gregson's starting outside. These guys are the two front runners, I think, for the championship this year. This is a little, maybe a little early uh, uh, preview of the uh, championship four since Ryan Sieg didn't take out Gibbs. <laughs> Uh, so they restart Gibbs, uh, gets a little bit of a better start. He clears, uh, Gregson early on, uh, and he will hold on to win. Uh, Gregson finished second, Hemrick third, Barry fourth, Allgaier fifth, Castle sixth, Creed seventh, Brent Moffat eighth, the Dinger ninth and Brandon Jones 10th. Yeah. We get, uh, Ty Gibbs, uh, ties Ryan Newman and Daryl Waltrip only drivers in Xfinity former Bush Grand National, whatever they used to call it, to notch five checkered flags in his first 21 starts. It's not bad. And Grayson's Grayson's oh. gonna win here one day. Yeah, someday. He's got his average finish up to 30.6. He now has two seconds, two thirds, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. But it, there was some drama though. Yeah, Let's it face. made like the announcers didn't really get into it uh afterwards. I hate when they talk about something in an interview. And then they go back to the broadcasters and they don't say anything about it. Post-race, he definitely intimated that he thinks Gibbs, I'm guessing, jumped the start because he mentioned that he made the same move that Gregson was warned about by NASCAR earlier in the race. Yeah. I didn't really see anything when I saw it. Yeah, I, but, you know, I mean, Gregson's uh, emotional, so he always gets emotional. Uh, we won't get into playoff stuff. Uh, that's all. But just know that Gibbs and Austin Hill are locked in. And then uh, Sieg had entered the race third in the standings. Granted, it's early on, early on, get it. But now he's in that 12th spot in the last one. So that could be interesting. I kind of hope he does make the playoffs just so we can get some drama yeah. uh, in there. So the truck race, the Victoria's Voice 200, we have a tale of two Smitties. Yeah. You see that? That's for uh, the people that read books. I have no idea what you're talking about because I don't read. You've never heard of a tale of two cities? Yeah. That's it. Well, I did a tale of two smitties. I still don't you, get, you have to listen to this whole thing and you get it. <laughs> uh, qualifying KBM, one, two, three, Nemechek, uh, Bush, Chandler Smith. They're looking really good. I'm a little alarmed. No sponsor on Ben Rhodes. Oh, yeah. How does your defending champion not have a sponsor? It's a good question. Maybe Camping World needs to sponsor him. It was well, somebody. I just, I did, like when I first started on a race, like all those uh, Thor Sport, except for Crafton's always yellow, but the other ones are all gray. And then there was an empty one, and I figured that one was Majeski or uh, Ekes because I was like, I would want to sponsor the champion. Yeah, but anyhow. I just noted that. Uh, first stage, oh, guess who's out front? Kyle Busch. You'd be a moron not to pick him, and neither one of us picked him. Yeah, Kyle Busch, uh, and then uh, Zane Smith uh, is in second, uh, most of the first stage. Caution lap 23, Blaine Perkins spins out. He had a tire uh, rub a few laps earlier, 
And uh, our guy in the thing, Kurt Busch, was like, hey, uh, if I had a walkie-talkie, I'd tell this guy to pit. Like, why are you not pitting? And th- three laps later, he doesn't pit, and he blows out a tire. Uh, he was in a nice sandwich between uh, Chris Wright and Lawless Allen. Um, yeah. We get two penalties uh, f- uh, for Hallmark Friesen. Tough night for them. Friesen, Stewart Friesen, uncontrolled tire, and then the onion, Todd Bodine speeding. Um, uh, apparently, he back when he used to drive, they maybe they had speedometers. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't get his tachometer set. Then we get some walkie-talkie chatter. Chandler Smith and Ben Rhodes, they're talking about duking it out. Uh, ben Rhodes flipped off Chandler Smith. Um, and they don't show what caused that. So I, who knows, you know, drama. They're starting side by side on the restart with three to go. So I'm hoping something happens between those two. But no, guess what happened? What happened? Colby Howard, his crew chief had heard about the strategy where you stay out on old tires. Oh, man. That's bold. That gets you to the front. I think he could win the stage. Uh, No, it goes as expected. He drops like an anchor, but on the way back, he collects Haley Deegan and uh, Chase Bama Buggies Purdy. Um, So we're going to end the stage under caution. Rhodes wins a stage, followed by Chandler Smith, Jack Wood, Tanner Gray, Carson Hosovar, um, Matt Crafton, Kyle Busch, Nemechek, Ty Majeski, and Zane Smith. And then the uh, second stage, we see friend of the program, Carson Hosevar with some speed. He leads the first nine laps of the stage after using a nice little crossover pass on Kyle Busch. Yeah, he was looking very professional. Did not look like a 19-year-old racing against the old man. But Busch finally passes him uh, with 15 to go in the stage. And then... uh, the onion spins out six to go. Very sad. And then he gets a second speeding penalty. Seems like he's a little rusty. But how badass uh, did he look uh, pre-race? I sent you and Luke that picture. Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey. Neither one of you responded, but that's all right. Well, you know, I was ghosting you. <laughs> Quick dash to the end of stage one. One lap. So it's uh, Tanner Gray with all four Thor Sport trucks behind him. Uh, he cannot hold them on. Uh Rhodes wins a stage. Hey, he's won two stages. I wonder if he'll win the race. <laughs> uh, followed by Kyle Busch, Ty Majeski, uh, Nemechek, Gray, Chandler Smith, Matt Crafton, Christian Eckes, Stuart Friesen. He, he rebounded from that thing he had, uncontrolled yeah. tire, and then uh, Derek Krause. And then in the uh, final stage, Thor Sport, had, they all had to pit. So KBM's out front, Bush, Nemechek, and Chandler Smith. And then your guy, the onion, strikes again. Yellow on lap 90. <laughs> Rough day for him. His day's done. We will not see him again. Uh, he will not get speeding penalty number three. Uh, and then KBM starting out front again on the restart with 39 to go. Uh, it is KBM and Thor Sport in the top four, spot, four spots with Smith, Eckes, Nemechek, and Rhodes. Yeah, the host of our who we I was hoping was going to have a win here. He was looking strong, but he gets loose. He tries to save it, but as he's trying to save it, he gets uh, hit by uh, Ryan Priest. Uh, that puts a damper on Hosevar's good run. 32 to go. we got KBM and Thor Sports side by side. They're going to do this a couple times, but before that, we get Thor Sport on Thor Sport Crime. Ty Majeski gets loose. He takes out teammate Derek Rhodes. Rhodes is day done. I think Thor Sport Derek had Rhodes an issue. Derek Rhodes or Ben Rhodes? 
Ben Rhodes. Why did I say Dusty Rhodes? No, you said Derek Rhodes. I should have said Dusty Rhodes, the wrestler. But I thought Darsport had a teamwork issue in Daytona too. So I don't know if they need to get their uh, ducks in a row. Um, we got to restart 13 or 23 to go. KBM top three again. They're just uh, just pounding the boards. Grant Enfinger, though, in fourth. Uh, he's going to be a guest of the program this week. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. So, hey, hopefully we're talking to a champion, you know, a race champion. But uh, 16 to go. No, Chris Wright brings out the yellow. That gives us the first of a couple restarts. Um, restart 11 to go. Eckes and Chandler Smith. Uh, Eckes gets a great push from Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest, one of the greatest pushers in the truck series. I think he should take a full-time ride there. He won a race in last year, you know, hang out there, win some races, do the uh, John Hunter Nemechek thingy. Anyhow, we got Eckes, uh, Kyle Busch, and Ryan Priest with 10 to go. Oh, Christian Eckes. Late, late, late with the block. Here's the deal on a block. You cannot do a block on a car if you look over. What about a truck or truck? If you can look over and see the truck, like it's too late to block at that point, the truck's next to you. He tries to block and yeah, it doesn't work out for him. Uh, His day's done. He's hard into the wall. Uh, He got lucky. He didn't get demolished because he comes back up the track. Yeah. And there's just cars flying by trucks, trucks, pronouns. (laughs) You know, the end of last year, I got good at having the pronouns, right? Yeah. And now I'm back. You know, it's still, it's still early in the year. Yeah. And, you so, know, we were off last week, too. So we haven't. Yeah. So we're going to get a restart three to go. Um, Kyle Bush with two KBM uh, behind him on the outside, Zane Smith on the inside. And Zane Smith flies in on the inside. And the Chandler Smith abandons Kyle Bush. Is that a bold move? It is. Um, but, a uh, uh, we didn't mention it. Kyle did that to him earlier, so he he sort of deserved it. Um, it's still your no... car owner, though. Yeah, yeah, but how long is he going to be owner, your truck owner? owner? Sorry, I did it. How, yeah, how long is he going to be your truck owner, though? Not forever. Yeah. Um, so that puts him three wide. Zane Smith's out front with two to go, and then Smith on Smith action as they take the white flag. Zane Smith in the lead in the second turn. But Chandler Smith crosses him over for turn on turn three. Chandler Smith finishes first. Zane Smith finishes second. But wait. Stop the press. I still am confused by what the inspection was, but Zane Smith failed it. They said his lug nuts weren't up to specification, not loose and not weren't tightened. It just said they weren't up to specification interesting so i don't know if they were using illegal lug nuts yeah um but yeah so he that's the tale of two smitties there we go the race and got all the points one lost the race and got one point i still wouldn't have gotten that reference the best of times the worst of times Uh, anyhow so chandler smith gets the win uh he's followed by owner kyle bush Stuart friesen uh matt priest and tanner gray in the top five Matty D finishes the sixth. I didn't see the whole race. <laughs> <laughs> like good for him for finishing yeah. sixth. But uh, then you get Crafton in seventh, uh, Brett Holmes in eighth, Austin Wayne self 
serial killer possibly with a middle name wayne i don't know if you know that i do know a lot that. of serial killers and then time Majuski uh finishes in 10th one thing uh, a name two names you do not see in the top 10 are john hunter nemechek and grant and finger last lap they got kamikaze by Derek kraus he wiped them both out they finished 23rd and 25th sad this, Instead of uh, talking to an elated Grant and Finger, we're gonna probably talk to a not. I still so, think it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good, but he won't be as happy. And the thing is, they showed the replay once again. They showed the replay because it happened last lap, so they're concentrating out front. They show the replay like later on after one of their two of the interviews, but they don't explain what happened. Yeah, and they always showed a short clip, so maybe Derek Cross didn't kamikaze him. The part they showed, he did. They, he like knocked them both into the wall. Yeah. So um, sorry, I got a little long-winded on that section. But uh, but it's still early. Uh, but we'll look at the playoff field. Uh, it's starting to take shape a little bit. The Smiths are in with wins. Uh, but some notable names on the outside that I wanted to point out: Enfinger, uh, uh, John Hunter, Hunter Nemechek, and then Haley Deegan as well. Yeah. Um, sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so that is. Our Las Vegas recap. We're in Phoenix this weekend. Yep. A different desert. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't snow there. I was listening to some past podcasts, you know, you know, trying to perfect the craft. And uh, like this time last year, uh, various times we were talking about Vegas. I kept saying Phoenix. (laughs) And I was like, it's a desert. They're both deserts. So we'll be back. We'll also have you alluded to it. We're going to interview Grant Infinger this week. Uh, so we'll have that for you guys as well. Looking forward to that. He's a, he's a fellow Alabamian like myself. There you go. We'll see if he does a roll tide or a war Eagle for you. No, he's a Jag from South Alabama. Yeah. But see, I worked at UNC Wilmington and everyone at UNC Wilmington was still either North Carolina or Duke fan. Oh, well, we'll find out. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. We are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'll be back later this week with that Grant Enfinger interview as well as our preview of the races at Phoenix. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for
for those who've given me the chance. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And now I've got stuff. 